Hello and welcome to the Kid Lab Podcast, episode 14. I'm Mike. And I am Sam. Well, we skipped a week because uh, somebody had to go out of town, Sam. Oops! But uh, we're back, and uh, we should be back to it every every week. Yep, yeah, we're gonna move a day around here or there, but uh, for that, we're gonna be we're gonna be back to weekly, so that's good. Yeah, we're what do we usually we typically record on Mondays. We're gonna be moving it to Wednesdays, so yeah. expect it a couple of days later. But hopefully, we can get it out once a week, and we don't have any more issues. Yeah, yeah, and every once in a while, it'll come up. But uh, we've been doing pretty good the last few weeks, so yeah, that's good. Man, I just got my ass kicked at the dentist. Oh yeah. All right on the way here, my teeth still hurt because she was trying to get out of there, and she was not nice. <laughs> oh, like, really? She was just turbo clean and using all these tools, and I hurt. So, I, unfortunately, I'm... I you may- realize she's supposed to be working in your mouth and oh, not up your ass. Works? No, sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but uh, so if I start drooling in the middle of this thing, it's probably... That's probably from the stupid dentist visit, but... <laughs> I had something very concerning happen to me, a couple of things over the last little while, and I wanted to bring this up. I happened to be at my grandma's 90th birthday party recently, and all she wanted was the family to get together, so we got together, and and they wanted people to go up and talk about, like, how, you know, some good stories about my grandma. Now, this is my step-grandmother, who I know pretty well, but, you know, my step-family's kind of quiet, so I kind of had to get the party rolling, right? So I get up there, and, and I have some cousins sitting there. They have a microphone because there's, there's probably about 50 people in the room. My cousins are sitting on the front row, and I get up there, and I start talking. And these guys are just laughing. They think it's hilarious. <laughs> and they kind of think I'm a funny guy. So I'm feeding off them, you know, and I start getting a little daring, and I tell some funny stories about uh-huh. how I think my grandma hates me. Well, I get done after about five minutes of this, this straight thing going, uh-huh. and these guys laughing. And I go and sit down, and, and, and my wife leans over and says, did you know your fly was down? <laughs> of course. So so my fly was down. So now take it, take it to today. I, I'm at the dentist, and I'm having a good time, you know, just getting poked on. And I actually know this dental assistant. And I sit up, and I look down, and my fly is down. No way. I think someone's following me around, and, <laughs> and I'm zipping my fly, dude. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. You should uh, get a, a little lock to make sure your zipper stays up. Do they something. have those? I, I would invest because I, I, I've started looking around, like, behind my back and stuff because – this has happened more than once. <laughs> Little leprechauns walking yeah. by you. Oh, we're going yeah. to get Sam's fly. That's out. right. So if <laughs> if I stand up and my flies down, dude, we we should panic. So <laughs> anyway, so that's all that's happened to me lately. Oh, I've been in a shitty mood. Why? Bad. Why? Just a lot of. First of all, it's been a really crappy sports week. Yeah. And it's been. I guess that's really it. Our team lost <laughs> yeah. over the to, to the big rivalry game, which. Kind of sucks, but yeah, I'm pissed off. I don't like it. We were ranked what 14th, yeah. playing the te- uh, the seventh ranked team. Yeah, in college football now, what we're 18th? I don't even know. I, don't I think even we're like... 18th, and they're six now. Yeah, I don't. Or, no, six. no, they're seventh. Or are they sixth? Okay, yeah, they're six. Anyway, it sucks. We're it pissed blows. off. But so we're going to talk about some awesome stuff tonight, and it's going to get us in a good mood. I can already yeah. tell. I know. <laughs> I I'm not done. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not done. I also, and it wasn't just about that. It was all the shit I had to take at work, because all the shit I talked to before the game. Oh, at, they they had decorated my cube. They did all this other. I was really, you know, nobody was being a jerk about it. Nobody was like in your face, you stupid effort, or oh, anything like good. that. But they, but you know, they were they were taking. You know, it just bo- it was just bo- bothering. That me. sucks, man. And what are you gonna do? I don't know. And I got you know I got home. I drank a lot of caffeine. I had a loaded Dr. Pepper. 
Oh yeah, with sugar. So hopefully that hits pretty quick. And well, and it didn't help that we had someone at the game when we were watching it. Yeah, I made a seventeen-year-old oh. girl practically cry. Yeah, and I helped, which yeah. was good. I, I definitely, and I usually hold my tongue about that stuff, but I laid into her. I was mad. Yeah, what a, ugh, what a little bitch. <laughs> I, I'm serious. She comes there. She, she has, she doesn't care for the, the, for the youths. I mean, she doesn't care at all. She just is there to antagonize everybody. Yeah, I laid into her. I laid into a seventeen-year-old girl. Yeah, that you, that you didn't know. I, I'd never met. I her knew before. that was coming as soon as she came in. And I heard her say, yeah, your team's losing. Go Utes. I'm like, oh, she's, she's dead. <laughs> and you did. You did not disappoint. Well, I was pissed off because we were losing. And we played like crap. And yep. screw it. What are you going to do? Anyway, and, our, and Jazz, the, the Utah Jazz have been playing with their JV team because we oh have so my many. Gosh. You know what? You're right. We need to, <laughs> we need to get into the show or something <laughs> because I'm getting pissed off. <laughs> I think that, the, yeah, we got a good topic tonight to, yeah. to, to lift our spirits. So. Definitely, and yeah, we'll. I think we'll we'll be laughing before oh, it's yeah. over. Oh, yeah. A couple things before we get into it. Uh, one technical note that we that uh, we should make is that we've moved the forums. I used to have them on a personal server, but uh, we moved them to cadaverlab.com. You may have to clear all your cookies out, stuff like that, to to get it working and and uh, to make sure that you're going to the the right place and whatnot. Hopefully, it's better. Let me know what you think. If you have any problems, email us because we'll definitely do what we can to fix it and whatnot. We got a couple of emails. Well, actually, we got a lot of emails this week. Uh, most of them this and from people that I, that we've emailed before. Um, but there was one in particular who actually had to correct us on something. Uh-oh. Yeah. This, this is an email from Andrew. He says, uh, Hi, guys. Just finished listening to episode 13 and yet again another sh- great show. Just wanted to correct you on one thing, though. In Brain Dead, the word strides means pants, jeans, or trousers, not shoes. In Brain Dead or bad taste? Oh, uh, bad taste. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what he He put Brain Dead. That's weird. Oh. Anyways, uh, he is from Australia. His name's Andrew, and he emailed. We appreciate the email because I never would have known that. Yeah. At least I can go say that and sound intelligent now, so that's good. Well, when's the last time you said I, it? I You probably don't. will never say it again, <laughs> but at least we know. Thanks for that. Yeah, appreciate it. I got some voicemails. You want to Let's st- do, do it, some man. of those? Okay. Let's do we'll, it. We'll do a voicemail. All right. Metal Mikey calling. Officially on the road right now. Uh, yeah, I think I'm about halfway through a trip to Illinois at the moment. Uh, you know, it's night. Mm, sort of the Indiana, Illinois, Michigan area. So, so not much going on. Just finish listening to your podcast, episode 13, and thought, hey, in order to pass some time while driving... Very carefully, I should add. I figured I'd call you and just uh, say, great job on episode 13. Again, I I said this on the boards, but I'm actually really surprised at some of the questions that they are public domain, especially, you know, bad taste. I thought that that copyright would just be repeatedly renewed because people just love Peter Jackson, and, you know, I'm sure he's not above making a few extra dollars, you know. But, hey, I'm just saying. But, uh, yeah, uh, Deep Red is also one of my favorites out of that listing as well. And, of course, probably the most, uh, I guess, famous example of public domain one that pretty much everybody loves universally is Night of the Living Dead. Now, I agree kind of that uh, George Romero did kind of get gypped for the deal of it being public domain. But, you know... You can find it anywhere, and it's just a good movie. 
I mean, I'm glad that it's actually just freely available because people just need to see it. I love it, personally. But uh, to get into a brief segue about next week, wow, two of my favorite So Bad or Good movies covered in one episode, namely Toxic Avenger and Night of the Demons. How I love those movies. Oh, yeah. And I guess I should include something har-har funny on this one, just so people can be like, oh, he's so bloody witty. So, uh, well, first off, before I even get to that, i got to give my congratulations to the female listeners showing up on the uh, show. Thank you, ladies. You're really adding some diversity to the horror world. But, uh, wow, I guess now I'm going to have to start listening to the junk alerts more often. They appear to be a popular subject now. Uh, I'm just hoping that they don't distract too much from what could be a possibly good viewing. Or, I, God forbid, no offense, Sam, I run into that copy of Night of the Living Dead with every four minutes of shots of his penis interspliced with the movie. Yeah, that's kind of a bit too hard to hey. Again, no offense to your penis, Sam. None at all. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, I will talk to you all again later. Easy, and catch you later. Bye. Yeah, so uh, a couple of things. Wow, we're glad that we could help you not fall asleep on your long drive. Yeah, it sounds um, like a long drive. Heck yeah. I will say, though, we do appreciate the girls showing up. In fact, we've got a lot on the forums. I don't, I don't know about a junk alert. Maybe we should all... What? Talk about a junk alert. Let me okay. let me throw this out there. Okay. I don't know if anyone. This is off the horror subject, but uh-huh. if, if anyone's seen Eastern Promises, it's a Russian mob movie with uh-huh. Viggo Mortensen. There's a scene in there that that's like five minutes long. Now that may not sound long. Uh-huh. He's in the shower and he gets attacked by these two Russian dudes that are trying to kill him, and he ends up all over the shower. With his junk, like wait, wait out. a second. Did you say five minutes? And that's not. It may not seem that long for a freaking junk alert. That it's, is long. It is long because I felt like I was getting slapped in the face with it every time. <laughs> every time he did a somersault over a wall, I actually felt like this, like this thing slapped me across the face. But he ends up on the floor and it's like laying there limp on his thigh, and I'm like. Damn it, I feel good about myself. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, he's, he, that guy's got nothing on me. Well, there you go, ladies. There, uh, if you want to see how big Sam Schlon is. No, no, just triple the size of his. Like, my, mine hits my kneecap. Right. <laughs> I made a funny joke today it, uh, oh, yeah? about wiener size. Is, uh, we have these three urinals at our work bathroom. There's one dude that always gets the middle one, so you, you know, so you have to go right next to him. I hate that. And so I walk in, and I'm like, dude, I have to get right next to you. Well, you don't take the middle one unless there's no other choice. He's like, well, I don't like the one closest to the uh, the, the far one because it's right next to the first dumper, and then sometimes you're, you're, you can see people's feet, you know, that it's taking a shit, and your feet are too close for comfort. And he didn't, he goes, and the one you're in, when I, and I was in the, the close one, is... Uh, it's just too short. I always go into the short one. And he goes, it's just too splashy because it has so far to far to go. I go, well, maybe that's a problem for you. <laughs> but, but, There's nothing better than actually getting to use wiener jokes in the bathroom. Yeah, no doubt. With you other know, people. You know what? There, you know, this, is, this is something that maybe we ought to talk about a little bit is freaking bathroom etiquette. Now, for you females out there, I do not know 
any anything about it. I mean, because you're all in stalls and everything like that, but we, you don't freaking take a leak next to a dude and give no options for a dude not to have a urinal in the in between you unless it's necessary, unless it's like halftime at a football game or yeah. something, you know? I, that bothers me really Do you, do you want to hear a story of my naivete? Sure. When, when I was just out of college, I had a, a job, and I would sell toilet paper, paper towels, and, and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And I had to put up the dispensers on the walls. Like when a customer would say, yeah, I want your stuff. I'd put up the dispensers, and then they would be buying my stuff, and that's how I got my sales. Oh, yeah. So I had never been in a female restroom before. <laughs> so I put up the uh, the, dis- the dispensers in there. So I'm in the, the toilets area, uh-huh. and I had taken down the... Uh, the, the toilet paper dispensers, and I put in the new ones, and, and I had leftover hardware, like screws and stuff like that. And yeah. So I'm like, oh, sweet, there's like a little garbage can right here. So I threw the stuff in there, like right by the toilet. There's this little garbage can right. in there. Okay. Thinking that's pretty sweet. So I threw that, threw my screws away and stuff like that, and then I realized that I had thrown away too much, and so I had to reach in there and grab the screws and that. In a little and I didn't, Yeah, in the little garbage can. I didn't think too much of it. Right. And it wasn't until I came out and told a coworker, I'm like, why do the chicks get their own little garbage cans? That is bullshit. And they told me that that's where feminine hygiene products go. What? Because you can't flush them, dude. I did not so know that. So that's in there. And I was fishing my hand in there going <gasps> after so screws. Dude, you want to know why? Oh. Uh, you know what? Not that dudes need them. But if we had those in the shitters, I would take a dump in there to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's a good thing we don't have anything like that. Yeah. I did not know that, though. I thought you could flush all that stuff. No, I guess not because those garbage cans are right there and we don't have them. All right, okay. So, what do I know? God, I, uh, this is a learning like experience said, for me. That's weird. Okay, that makes me feel better. I thought I no, was... No, I didn't know that. All right, good. I did not know that. All right. Wow, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it is an education. You know what? I'm already in a better mood. All we have to do is talk about the shitter, and I get in a good mood. What's up with that? That's wrong. That is wrong. I love it. Oh, man. Speaking of wrong, I'm going to play uh, an, uh, a voicemail, actually a recording that we got from Steven over at the... J-A-F-M-P podcast, which, by the way, I want to take a second. I just listened to his latest. He, he's kind of been on a hiatus because his life's been a little busy, but I listened to the latest one, and he does a great job. He's a lot smarter than we, Well, I won't talk for you, Sam. But he knows so, he knows so much more about films than I do. You know, and he he's not just a horror guy, but he's he's you know most of the movies are a lot of cult and a lot of horror. Anyways, was this the one about the Japanese? Was that the the Japanese uh, movie that's been made over and over and over? Was that the episode you listened to? Uh, no, I just listened to. Oh, I wish I can remember what it was called because I listened to that episode of his. It was good. Was it? Was it? Yeah, yeah. I just listened to his latest, and I can't even remember what it was. I listened to it like three days ago, though. Okay. So, anyways, let's play. Let's play the right. uh, the clip. Hey, Mike and Sam, Steven here. Uh, I haven't talked to you guys in a while. Uh, I've been playing catch up with some of your past episodes, and there notice a lot of talk about whether or not there's any masturbatory qualities to Sam's voice. Now, I know he sounds like a Muppet and all, and I'm not a fervert. However, let me relate my own experience to you. I'm not sure exactly which episode it was I was listening to, but uh, Sam started talking, and I found myself um, waking up three days later naked in a field covered with honey, Crisco, and my own dried ejaculate. Um, now, I, whenever I'm going to listen to your show, I handcuff myself to... Uh, you know, something solid so that I can't get out, you know, much like you know, people with lycanthropy do when a full moon comes up. Uh, that's the only way I can listen to your show now, uh, to avoid another embarrassing incident like that. 
Um, I do got to say, you might want to put like a warning label or something on the website. You know, yeah, you know, this could be grounds for like a lawsuit or something. You, you've got to, wow. It feels really good to get that out. Uh, listen, guys, you take care. I love what you're doing and be cool. Later. <laughs> wow. You know, we've said some disturbing things on this show, but never have we uttered the two words dried ejaculate in a row. Wow. That was, that, that was pretty dang funny. Yeah, that was awesome. That was hilarious. And, and might I add, that guy's got a cool voice. He does. Yeah. That, and the, th- the thing is, is he, uh, if you listen to his podcast, he yeah. seems so smart, and he's got yeah. that voice. And so that is uh, that is very disturbing. But uh, I guess a note to all you listeners out there: just make sure your hands are above the table while you're listening. <laughs> I have to remind Sam of that every time we cut to play a dang voicemail or play a song or something. Oh, hands above. That is great. Oh, that was re- that was disturbing. You know. That definitely lightened the mood. Oh yeah. Well, well. Tomorrow at work, I'm gonna bring the phrase "dried ejaculate" up, and say it, and just see how it goes. There's because, no way. How could you bring that up in the middle of? That's like saying snowball kisses in the middle of nowhere. That's really sick. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. I'd rather I'd rather wake up and oh, I'm not gonna say anything no. about. <laughs> we should. Just you want to know why? If I were, if I were to say I would rather wake up and try to ejaculate, then you would probably cut that out <laughs> and like just send it to everyone. Listen to this quote Mike said. I would ra- I would like to wake up and try to ejaculate. That's disgusting. That's gross. All right, we'll have to leave that one alone. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stephen's not leaving something alone. Anyways, <laughs> we'll play our last voicemail. Uh, hope I got the cadaver lab. This is uh, Mark from Laverne, California, also known as Jackety Sex Mark at uh, Drunken Zombie Podcast. Uh, that's how I got your podcast was from them. I was uh, calling about the death scene from episode 12. I hope I'm not too late for that one. It's uh, I believe that is from Fright Night, and that uh, it's where Peter Vincent and Charlie Brewster are killing Billy Cole. Uh, and you find out that I believe he's a ghoul and not a human. And then the, you, the scene is after shooting him six times, he's still not dead. They stick the stake in his heart, and then uh, he start his uh, he starts to melt away. It's a pretty cool scene. Anyway, just uh, like I said, hoping not too late, and that this is the Cadaver Lab. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. This is uh, Mark from Laverne, California. Bye. All right, way to go! You got it right. However, uh, however, all right. This voicemail, we really appreciate it. Uh, you got you calling in and participating in the contest. However, the rules are that uh, in order to get those right, you need to get on the forums, and there is a contest fo- uh, message board. And one of the topics under it is you know the kill scene for episode X or whatever. And in order to win, you must uh, be the first one to post there. But, yep. uh, you know, and that's a cheap way of us to get uh, more people on the forums. We know. We know we're being cheap there. Not we're, not, that. we're not that. We're not trying to fool anybody, you know. But, uh, unfortunately, it's already been, uh, that one's already been won. But uh, we do appreciate it, uh, you calling in. Uh, we just, maybe we need to discuss that. Just give it a little quip every time. Because we, I, I bet you we get a, at least a couple of new listeners every episode. Yeah, that's a good idea. Our numbers are going up, yeah, and so you know, not everybody is, is probably going to go back and listen to all of our episodes. Right. So, 
No, I think that's a good idea. So anyway, that we played that uh, that voicemail just to kind of you know make sure it leads into it exactly. Yeah, that's good, man. Anyway, you got anything else? No, just excited to talk about movies today. Sweet, we busted through this part. I think we're gonna have a little bit of a longer movie chit chat this I week think so because. Too. These were some pretty sweet action. Yeah, there was a lot to talk about in these movies. Do you want to play a song and then uh, play a song? Do it. Let's do it.
So uh, let's get right into it. Uh, so we've got the three three flicks that we that that we decided were so bad that they're good. Yeah. We actually got some shit for one of the flicks that we picked. Did we really? Yeah, Danny over at uh, the Midnight Horror Show thought that uh, Night of the Demons was not so bad. It's good. It was just good. Uh, you know what? And I'm I tend to agree with that a little bit. Well, come on. I I went over there and I tried to waste them. Oh, you did? No, I didn't really. <laughs> I would, no, but okay, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. it yeah, but we'll I was just saying, so we'll we'll talk about yeah. that, and maybe maybe there maybe it's just good. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's really bad, but I freaking okay. love that show. All right, but we are uh, also going to do the Toxic Avenger and Head of the Family. We figured we'll do Head of the Family first because it's probably the least popular out of the three that we're going to be doing t- tonight. Oh, it's a problem. All right, it's a problem. Now let's see what the problem is. Just hang around out back the trailer park. Wait till he walks by. Pop Captain begs head. Well, it ain't the doing it that's hard. It's getting away with it. Now, no matter how you cut it or slice it, how it turns up with a bullet, somebody's gonna be looking in our direction. Lance, you're too smart as all. You gotta make things complicated. Now, everybody hates him. And everybody give a cheer if he turned up dead. So just do it. You know, if you don't, one day he's gonna do it to the both of us. That's God fearing fact. Yeah, I know. I know. It's. Holy shit. Them some big eyes, brother. You've met my brothers and my sister, Mr. Bogan. I don't believe we've ever met. Well, I kind of figured I'd remember it if we had. No doubt. My name is Myron Stackpool. I'm the. Pardon the expression, the head of the family. As you have perhaps noted, uh, we Stackpools all have our uh, peculiarities. We're quadruplets, you know, all born from the same egg. Theoretically, we should be identical, but, well, strange things do happen. No shit. Do you know what you're looking at, Mr. Bogan? Escapees from a freak show? You're looking at a unique biological phenomenon. Four genetically linked beings, each endowed with a share of normal abilities, enhanced to almost supernatural proportions. Otis, many times stronger than any normal man. Wheeler, with eyes sharper than an eagle's. Ears like a fox, nose like a hound dog. Ernestina, well... I hardly need tell you about her special powers. As for me, well... Yeah, so you're the smart one. Yes, I should say so. I'm the brains of the family. We're linked, you know, telepathically. I can't leave this chair, but I could see through Wheeler's eyes, enforce my will with Otis's hands, and... Uh, well, I need not tell you about my uses for Ernestina. First of all, let me just mention that um, Head of the Family is a full moon production. I mean, obviously, it, if it's a full moon, Charles Band has something to do with it. And in this, he actually directed it and wrote it. Uh, he also had a co-writer named Benjamin Carr. But Head of the Family came out in 1996. The IMDb gave it a 4.8. It starred Blake Bailey as Lance, Jacqueline Lovell as Loretta, Bob Schott as Otis, James Jones as Wheeler, Alexandra Quinn as Ernestina. 
And uh, J.W. Para as Myron. And we'll talk about those characters for a minute. Let me read a quick synopsis and let's get into it. Lance and Loretta are having a tour to fare behind her husband Howard's back. The problem is that Howard's a brutal thug who is bound to catch the cheating pair sooner or later. To solve this problem, the lovers hatch a plan involving the Stackpool family, a collection of misshapen freaks who waylay unsuspecting travelers and dissect them in gruesome experiments. Unfortunately, things don't quite go according to plan. So Do they ever? <laughs> right, exactly. It'd be a pretty shitty movie if, it, if they just went to plan. Yeah, no and, kidding. So what'd you think? This movie freaked me out. What? This this movie freaked me out. I was watching it really late, and some of the characters when I, it just gave me it was just weird. Well, basically, here's the deal. It was it's in this Florida town, this really back backwoods hillbilly type of town. There is this family called the Stackpools who just have just a rich. I mean, family money. I mean, who knows where it came from? It doesn't really get into that. There, in this one home in the Stackpool house, there are quadruplets living there. And uh, they're all, they, they all kind of have, they're all misshapen, deform, either misshapen or deformed or just freaking weird. For instance, uh, one of the guys, I can't remember his name, but he's got these big giant bug eyes and he, can see, he has like this excellent sight. You know, he can see all this stuff and he also has excellent hearing. There's one named Ernestina who is just freaking hot. Yeah. And none of these, and then there's one, a guy named Otis. And he is just huge and has the strength of 10 men. But none of them really ever speak or have their own personality or anything. But that's we find out that's because they are all controlled by the other brother. The head of the family. The head of the family. The head of the family is a giant head with a tiny body. It's on, <laughs> it's on the freaking cover. It's this guy that is awesome. He's got like a, like a head 10 times the size of a normal head. He has the tiniest body, and he sits in this wheelchair, and his head is like clamped to the thing to the wheelchair to, to keep it up and everything. Anyway, Sam, I freaking love this movie. It, you know, I, and I, I kind of liked the movie, but it just was so weird. What? There was just some like there was some weird stuff. Like when the guy takes his glasses off and he's got his just these giant eyeballs. Bug eyes, yeah. I don't know if you remember a few years back where they, they would show this lady here locally that she could make her eyes pop out of her head a little bit. Do you I, remember seeing I that? I did see that. Yeah, that's what well, was insane. On, wasn't she on like American American yeah. ass town or some stupid was, thing? Yeah, that's what. It, but this reminded me of that it was really. <laughs> it just took me. This movie really took me off guard. Okay, well here's and, and I find that I mean I believe you, but I kind of want to kick you in the balls because here's why. All right, you start the, the movie starts and it's just got this light and corny soundtrack. But this light and corny soundtrack is like goes all the way through the movie. It's just like dun, 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 or I can't yeah, remember the tune, yeah, but yeah. just kind of light, as if it were like a part of a cartoon or some kind of uh, I don't know. Ernest goes to camp movie or something, yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah. And all the acting was way over the top. So, I mean, it, it, there were there were points where I'm just like, oh, Judas Priest, this yeah. is bad. Well, yeah. But I didn't see. I mean, it, this movie was not scary. No, but. But there was, I don't know, there's something about it. It, it, you know, watched it, it was just, I had a smile on my face the whole time. It gave me a warm fuzzy because, I don't know, I'm I'm watching it just going, oh, dude, this is great. And that's all I could say. Yeah. That's weird, that's weird, man. (laughs) It just, I don't know, it just struck my, if I was a piano, it played my notes very strangely. 
I, you like that? that was, you like that? That was deep. Yeah. Probably a little too deep for me. I, mean, I just, there were, there were some things I didn't like about the movie, obviously. There were some things I really liked about the movie. I mean, I, I thought it was really creative that they had the explanation that there was this head of the family that right. freaking just got it. But he just was weird. I, I, well, he obviously he's this brainiac. Yeah. And uh, basically what happens is, just like I was saying in the synopsis, there's this lady having an affair with this guy. What happens is this guy you know, knows the Stackpool's secret. The Stackpools, which are this uh, family of freaks, you know, they, they lure people off the road and they cut them up and they use them in their experiments and just for entertainment and all sorts of stuff. Well, basically he goes in there uh, and just says, listen, I know what you're doing and if you want me to keep my mouth shut, you're going to kill my lover's husband and you're going to give me some money. But there were a couple of times when he went in there and they would have these conversations kind of like, uh, like a pissing contest on who's smarter and whatever. Mm. And, uh, there was one of them where it was in this part really disturbed me. And, and that's why I bring this up. But there's one part where, uh, the head of the family's like, listen, when I use Otis, you know, I destroy blah, blah, blah. And I bet you can, Guess what I do with Ernestina? And it's this hot blonde with big titties. <laughs> Excuse me. But well, and I'm I'm thinking But 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 the thing is is what really grossed me out is that I, I think he could he was like explaining how he could like feel and all that. So that's freaking weird. Yeah. I did not like that part. I was he, just I thought about it and I was just like I would not want that. I'm sitting here thinking I'm like okay why did this strike me as just kind of an odd thing? Now I we watch movies and they're they're good movies and there's bad movies and uh-huh. there's funny things. I kind of felt like I was watching a porn. This one? Ma- yeah maybe that's why because the first scene when when he's cheating on and they're going that back room and they just go to town yeah there's lots of and movies then pretty quick right after that they're in the back of a car and that was like pretty much full on. Like she was going to town on this guy, and oh, there right. was no holding back. I'm just so maybe that's what it was. Well, and maybe also because I mean, at the end, there, there's a part where she's naked in the bed for like ten minutes, yeah. and then at the end, there's like full frontal. She's, you know, there. Long story short, she ends up doing this play that for the Stackpools Entertainment, and she's tied up and just completely nude. And, and I think that's probably what it was because I mean, now don't get me wrong, because I appreciate beautiful women. I, you know, we joke around about stuff. We do the mammary count to be funny. But I think going back, I think really when I look at it, it's almost like it, I, it just kind of felt like a low-budget porn movie. No, I, I hear that. If you go sit down and watch a full moon, you're going to see a few things. You're going to see really bad acting. Yeah. You're going to see fairly inventive storylines and just <laughs> crazy shit yeah. in the plots. Well, and I give that an A-plus for a storyline. Right. And you're going to get titties. Yeah. And you're, you know, and, and that's just what you do. I mean, I got this because I picked up the the archive collection from uh, Full Moon, signed by Charles Band. Uh, I got number four twenty out of nine hundred. Ooh, four twenty. What does that mean? <laughs> Would somebody please get pissed off at Sam and explain to him what four twenty means? I'll save it for somebody to send you an email. Well, I played on. That. I played Guitar Hero last night against the guy. It was four twenty forever. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Are you shitting me? No. Oh Shit! There's oh another. Oh my one. gosh! There's another one. Would, I'm gonna be taking some. Would somebody? Pl- you know what? I, that is unbelievable. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. That's cool. Somebody, please call in and waste Sam on that one because yeah. I don't even. I don't even have the energy to do it right now. <laughs> I don't. 
You know what, though? This, the, the, so one thing, I, besides getting wasted on that, <laughs> one thing I did not like about the movie right there at the end was way too much dialogue. What? Way too much. Like the Shakespeare thing going on right there. See, the I loved the dialogue because any time that uh, the head of the family started talking, I was laughing. I was like, yeah. this guy thinks wow. he is some hot <laughs> shit. And then you'd go to this kind of, uh, what was his name, Lance, who you know doesn't look like he's a redneck or anything like that, but he talks in that you know kind of rednecky. But uh, no, he, you know he has that, and they're, and they're just kind of, like I said, they were just in a pissing contest, and those always made me laugh because they're just I don't know. I thought it was funny. I thought the no, that's was cool. Good. That you know, and it's probably a, a mood I was in, or I don't know. I watched this last of the three, and like I said, maybe that's what struck me a little. People are gonna be like, I can't believe you didn't like that because there was so much of that well, in there. But this is the one movie out of the three that I I think I'll bet you most people have not seen because mm-hmm. even for Full Moon, it's not one of the big titles. Mm. And uh, I've actually haven't made it through all the full moon out, out of this archive that I bought, but this was one of the first, is because I'd never seen it, and I saw the big giant head in a wheelchair with these tiny hands, and it just looked so damn funny. Well, when he went down the stairs, that was oh my god, that was pretty funny. There, there was some great, <laughs> some great scenes on this one, but uh, I don't know. I would give this, I would give this a red box, and I'd give this an AMC. All right, dude. So what do you got? Got a 31 on the memory count. Holy crap. And, and a lot of that, you know, because I do it by when it flashes back and forth. Uh-huh. There were long times of that stuff up on the screen. Really? It just wasn't going back and forth. It just, I mean, it's a long time. So. Yeah, I guess it was like every like every five minutes or something, you'd see him humping in the back. Yeah, or and yeah. It's, it's graphic. So yeah. I mean, if, you're, if you like that type of thing and that adds cake to your day then uh i don't know what that That's means cake to your day i don't know what that means well but, uh, if you don't you, mind waking it. up and dried ejaculate oh, watch this movie yeah you may just do that <laughs> with this movie so um but yeah so so anyways let's what did i learn from this uh the only thing i learned from this movie was it's smart is not always sexy true yeah that is true he was just there was one part where he, he was licked gonna, he was gonna kiss oh yeah Oh yeah. So okay. So we gotta ex- explain this part for us. Well, she, th- this uh, girl, I can't. What's her name? It's not Ernestina. I can't, it's it's uh, Loretta. Loretta. She's trying to get away at the end because Lance has turned on her, and so she decides to to pick up on the head of the family, Myron. Yeah. So she takes her clothes off, and she's just sitting there talking to him, and he's pretending like he's gonna go along with it. Oh, you do that for me? I'm so lonely. Yeah. So he's sitting in his wheelchair, and she's over there. He sticks out his long, sick tongue. Yeah, it looks like it had reaches. Yeah, it was disgusting. Reached out across and took a big old lick from underneath all the way up. Her breast. <laughs> at a close-up, which yeah. was just gross. It was so. really gross. <laughs> Anyways, so I have a, I have a six degrees on this, and the funny thing is, is I, I always try and get like a good character in there to to do. So I did. I went with Alexandria Quinn, who played, who played uh, Ernestina. Okay, who's the sexy? But when I looked her up, I saw movies like Perfect Pair, Bend Over Babes to. <laughs> Sodomania, Slop Shots 9. And, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sodomania? Sodomania, Slop Shots. And then I think I saw one uh, <laughs> Double Stuffed Honeys. And so 
I decided there probably wasn't anything mainstream that I could pull I'm from. I'm blushing, man. Those are yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I took some of the, the ones that aren't just over-the-top nasty. She's probably – there's probably a hundred of those on there if you look her up. That's totally – So I went with Blake Bailey, who played Lance. Okay. And he was in one episode of Briscoe County Jr. with Bruce Campbell. Boom. So I never would have thought I would have got one. But that's awesome. No, that's amazing. Way to go. Yeah, uh, buddy. I bet you had fun looking those up. We'd go to images.google.com. <laughs> Let's look at this lady in some of the shows she's been in. No, I bet you did not do no, that. No, I did not do that. Nice. All right, so what do we have now? Night of the Demons? Yeah, let's do it. Hello, Jay? Hey, Judy, you almost ready to go? Um, not quite. I got stuck after school helping Mrs. Evans out with that drive for the homeless. I told you that was a scam. Well, someone has to do it. Yeah. Well, listen, there's been a slight change of plan for tonight. What do you mean? I've got a better party to go to. Does this mean I should find another date for the dance? <laughs> of course not. Hey, I thought you'd be happy to go to a real party. That school dance is for nerds. Oh, okay, sure, why not? Who's giving it? I don't know if you know her. Her name's Angela. Angela? No, the only Angela I know is that weird girl in history class. Well, as a matter of fact... Shay, you've got to be kidding. Angela is such a weirdo. Granny says she's into witchcraft and all sorts of creepy stuff. Come on, you don't believe all that, do you? It's a bunch of crap. She's just a lonely old misfit trying to get some attention by acting weird, that's all. So why in the world would you want to go to her party, then? Because it's Halloween. Who do you know that'll give a better party? It's like Christmas tour. Do we have to? Come on, Max and Franny are going. It'll be fun. Do you guys have sour balls? Why, sure we do. Too bad. I bet you don't get many blowjobs. <laughs> you think you've got enough stuff. Come on, we don't want to be late to our own party. Come on, your face looks fine. I've never seen anybody spend more time in a mirror. Relax, I just want to look good for the boys. You did remember to invite some cute boys to the party, I hope. Of course I did. And we're going to scare the shit out of them. It's really very simple. You just keep staring at my reflection in the mirror until the glass clouds up all black. When it clears, we'll see what I look like in a past life. Sounds easy enough to me. Yeah, right. And if you buy that, I got this real nifty bridge to sell you. <laughs> Everybody shut up. Now concentrate on my reflection in the mirror. Concentrate. I'm trying to Ange, but I can't get past that zit on your chin. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, asshole. If you're not gonna help us along, then get lost. Okay, now concentrate. 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 Holy shit! Night of the Demons came out in 1988, and it was directed by Kevin Tenney and written by Joe Augustin. The IMDb gave this a 5.7, the budget was $1.2 million, and the gross was $3.1 million, and that's just the, Amer- uh, the USA numbers. 
But uh, so it made some money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still kind of old. I don't know how. I really don't know how they get these gross numbers updated on Wikipedia. They can't be. Accurate. I just learned all about Wikipedia, and that stuff's not right. Well, of course. I mean, of course, it's none. Of, I mean, I mean, you can't like write a like a scholarly paper using that as a. As well, a what do you have happen unless somebody comes and updates it? Then, right. well, that first. I mean, why would you update that first number if you came along and saw it made three point four? Right. So those numbers are probably just way out of date. Exactly, and, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, plus, plus, if it's Wikipedia, they could just be being stupid, right. And just screwing around with it. Right. Anyways, it starred Linnea Quigley as uh, Suzanne, Amelia Kincaid as Angela, Billy Gallo as Sal, and Hal Havens as Stooge. I, there, that, there were more, but I wanted to mention Stooge because Stooge was uh, one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he was good. Ten teens decide to have a party in an abandoned funeral parlor called Hull House. Hull House is on a strip of land rumored to be unclean and unfit for human inhabitants. The house has a nasty history to it, including the whole family, the whole H-U-L-L family being murdered. Uh, after the ten kids enter the house, they decide to have a seance. After the, the attempt for the seance, they awaken a demon that lives in the basement. It possesses one of the girls. Then from her, everyone else becomes possessed and killed by demons that inhabit the land. Jeez, I had to. This person has such bad uh, grammar. I had to like You're switch it around and, while I'm nice. reading it. Anyways, that's the basic synopsis. So, is this the first time you've seen this? Yes. Oh, how'd you like it? I I thought this was a good movie. It started out way corny. Oh yeah, way corny. And so you know, I can understand why this is so bad. It's good. Yeah. But this movie progressively got better. I I agree with you. So, but but for the very beginning, I'm just like, oh my, here we go. Yeah. And I watched this movie after I saw Toxic Avengers, so you know, I was getting, I was used to the corny dialogue and stuff like that. So, but I, I you know, I thought it was, uh, thought it was pretty good. Starts out with the little brother talking to Sal, yeah. and I thought that was the most fascinating dialogue <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Just Why? him going back and forth. I'm gonna kill you, just the Sal guy. He's, you know, it's like Ray Liotta. It's like well, Ray, like our teenage Ray Liotta. This well, guy. and this little kid's talking about his sister, and he's like. Yo, you ain't never going to see those titties. And all yeah. It's like, what? Yeah, exactly. Did you talk about that, your sister? I like know. That? It, was, it was funny. But, uh, yeah, you know, they, they developed some good characters there, and everybody had, you know, held their own in the movie, I yeah. thought. So you noticed when they were gone and uh, when they got killed and things like that. So, I don't know. It was a pretty, pretty original script. As far as, as far as I'm concerned, this was about as corny of a movie as it gets. Now, case in point. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Linnea Quigley, who is, of course, one of the all-time greatest, arguably the greatest scream queen of all time. Uh, did you know she played Trash in um, Night of the Living Dead? Or Return of the Living Dead, I mean? Is she the one that was dancing around? Yes. Well, who was it? Which one? Linnea Quigley. It was the blonde in that. Oh, really? So <laughs> we're introduced to her and Angela. They're in this convenience store. Uh, Linnea is bent over, like pretending to look for something on the bottom shelf with her ass in the air. She has this little tutu on as part of her, uh, costume or whatever. So all there is is underwear. And you got the two dudes sitting there, you know, the two, uh, what do you call those clerks? Just, just, just staring right at her ass the whole time while Angela goes through and, uh, steals whatever they need for the thing. But that's not the funny part. The funny part is, is when, you know, Angela's clear and, and uh, Linnea starts walking out, she goes, do you guys have sour balls? Dude's like, <laughs> that's right. yes, we do. Well, that's too bad. I bet you don't get a lot of blowjobs. <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> it's like, this is what I'm in for? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Domination. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. Oh, yeah. Well, in all the characters, I mean, you've got like the punk. You, you know, there was a double date, and it was um, like the the, her- the heroine of the movie. Yeah, and I can't remember what her name was. I can't remember what her name was. It's Judy? Jody? Jody and Jay? Yeah, I guess. But they were they were supposedly the good preppy kids, and then in the back you had Jay's friend, who uh, was going out with uh, I can't remember the other girl's name. It was Roger? Asian. Yeah, I don't know what her name was. Anyway, you know they're going. They're kind of the the classy out of all the the party participants. And you had Angela, and who is just a, a complete goth. She dressed up like a goth queen. Elvira. Or like that. Elvira. Yeah, was that what she was supposed to be? I don't know. Oh yeah, but she, she looked, looked like, like her. That. And then you know you had Linnea. But then uh, the, the my favorite characters in the whole movie were there was this other group of kids. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Stooge. Uh, Stooge. There was Stooge's girlfriend that they just verbally yeah, abused yeah, the whole yeah. movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, I wish I was older in the eighties so I could have verbally abused my dates more. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, quit being such a bitch. <laughs> and then there was. Uh, I can't remember his name either. Holy crap. It's been a week since we've watched Yeah, I know. This. I'm sitting around like, gosh dang it, that's too bad that I we watched these a week ago because I'm missing some Yeah, we parts, were all but... prepared for next Monday, but then yeah. it got canceled, and yep. so now I haven't had a chance to uh, go over him again. But anyway, and then there was uh, the black guy in the back who was... I think I that's Roger. Is that Roger? I think so. He was a pretty good guy. Yeah. So they all show up at this party. The whole time they're talking about this huge party that they're going to be throwing up at Whole House. It ends up being like 10 people. You know? If that no, well that that's what it said in the, the oh. thing. I was, but it's just like you know, because Sal I think shows up. Oh yeah, and he's uh, hiding in the coffin. Yeah, yeah. What a dumbass. But anyway, I don't know. I mean, typical '80s setup. You know, '80s haircuts, '80s yeah. party. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Stooge was just a dumbass. This is like the anti sixteen candles. I've, I've never seen that. I have never seen 16 Candles. I've never seen it, but uh-huh. I am assuming it's a Molly Ringwald movie. Well, I, know I, I know that. what it I know is, that. yeah. So I'm thinking this is like the anti of that. Well, anyway, it's, is that about a party? Yeah. But they didn't do a seance, I assume. No. Anyways, they I loved how they found the mirror. Like they they needed one and they just found it. Well, it was Freaking huge awesome. and, it's, and it just worked out so nicely. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but, uh, and then the Chinese dragon that was in the basement. That was pretty solid. Yes, the demon was a Chinese dragon. Yes, it was. <laughs> that, that's one of the things I learned was that there's Chinese New Year dragons have other uses. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you know, what are they supposed to do throughout the rest of the year? I don't know. They're supposed to go inhabit ugly goth chicks that's right. and make, make them, them, do them smell like shit. Yeah. Make them do weird dances. There was a couple of weird dances. There was, there was some really weird stuff in there. That's why this, this movie started getting good. Like when they started demoning out. Yeah, the, the the kids. I'm like, well, this this got this got good. Yeah. So, right. but come on. Now, I'll bring I'll bring it up again. All right. So, did you think this wasn't so bad? It's good. It was just good. No, I can't say it was just good, and I can't say it was just so bad that it was good. But well, like I said, because it was corny at the beginning with well, the weird, okay. you know, the funny dialogue. You're just like, what? That nobody talks like that. Yeah. No but shit. then it started getting into the like. Some of the weird stuff, like like yeah, the girl with had the, all the, the lipstick, and I mean, just kind of the weird stuff. All right, let, let's run down a couple of things I thought were so bad. Okay, all right. Good. First of all, I mentioned Stooge and his verbally abusing of his girlfriend, and then the rest of the you know the rest of the group. He was just such an asshole. To yeah. Him. Ooh, have we? Did we give out a kick in the balls last episode? I, th- I think I got it. Oh, maybe you did. I think I did. Actually, Stooge does not get the kick in the balls award. <laughs> you got to wait for the next for the the. 
oh, Toxic yeah. Avenger for yeah, that one. Yeah. But anyway, so you had that. You had the the typical, just pretty shitty '80s music for the party. Mm-hmm. You, I wish I had like a dime for every time they said "party down" or something like that, <laughs> or you know, some other you know phrase that's similar to that. And then, uh, and then once, uh, what's her name? Uh, Judy. Uh, is her name Judy? I think the main girl was named Judy. Uh, no, I'm talking about Suzanne. Oh. The main girl was named Angela. Oh. Well, the, the goth chick was Angela. Oh. But anyway, uh, Suzanne, who's Linnea Quigley, she, she demons out. I can't remember in what order she did it in. But there were two particular scenes in which I'm just like, oh, good gosh. Give me a freaking break. The first one was where I don't remember exactly what happened. She hits on the, I can't remember which guy it was. Stooge. <laughs> oh, it was Stooge. I'm glad Stooge got some Me movies. too. But because this guy was just a... He had a mullet. He had like the Brian Bosworth steps on yep. the side of his head, and he was wearing like a pig nose as his uh, <laughs> costume. And he's just dressed like a big slime ball, like just a cut off sweatshirt mm-hmm. and whatever. Doesn't she dance around pulling, after she's taken off her panties and lifting up her dress and does the Furburger dance? Oh, that's right. The, first of all, it gets so bad it's good because number one, the Furburger dance. Yeah, all right. Okay. I'll give you that. Number two. Uh, well, that, you know, the number two of her scenes where, okay, so she's putting on her makeup, you know, throughout the movie, you can tell she's vain. And by the way, she had some of the corners. I hope you invited some cute boys. Oh, and yeah, all that was bad. shit like that. Yeah. And then, uh, but there was one scene where she was checking her makeup. She'd already demoned out, but all of a sudden she starts drawing all over her face with her lipstick. Uh, she takes off her, or she opens up her dress and then starts drawing like a, a whirlpool to her nipple. And once she gets to the world, I got hypnotized. She, at that point. Yeah, me too. <laughs> she pushed it through her nipple into her body somehow. And it's like. She's just saving it for later. I'll tell you what. The first time I watched this movie and I was watching that, first of all, I didn't, I didn't realize that those were fake boobies. I, I, me too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and the second it, it, she pushes it in there, I was like, holy shit, what? <laughs> How did they do that? And I rerounded, of course, like 50 <laughs> times. And, I, and the whole time I was looking at prosthetics. But anyway, that was weird. That was just weird. Yeah. You know, that was uh, so bad it's good. Yeah. Um, anything else that makes it so bad it's good? I just like kind of the black guy's corny dialogue. My daddy was a preacher and blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, Judas Priest. But there's no denying the sweet action deaths. There's no denying the story I thought was, I mean, it's pretty basic. They, mm-hmm. they go to this place, they awaken a demon. The demons can't escape from the house because there's an underground river, and apparently they can't cross running water. And, it, and the underground river goes around the circumference of the of the property, and uh, so all they all these kids have to do is to get over that wall. But I I don't know. I'm still on the so bad it's good because if you're going to try to watch that movie straight up, you're just going to be pissed. I well, think. and that and yeah, and I agree with that. The dialogue is horrible, but. Because you go back to it's an original storyline and it was pretty right. decent and things kind of made sense and went and then plus when they started demoning out, yeah. I, I mean it, it was good. It wasn't like they were corny, weird, like raccoon eyes, like in Zombie Nation. Oh well, they were they were okay, actually. This doesn't compare to Zombie. No, 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 to no, Zombie no, Nation. No, no, no. That's so bad. No, no, I want to no. kick its balls. Yeah, I know. If a movie had a balls, I would kick it. <laughs> But I, I thought this this progressively got better to the point at the end where I was like, you know what, that was actually a de- I would watch a 
second one of those if they were to go into it. There are three of those. I, I noticed that when but, I was doing some more. But So I don't know. It's tough for me because it's not like I'm saying go out and buy it. I would not give it that. And I'm not going to say this is an I, awesome I movie. I say I'm actually going to give this one a buy. Are you? Only because it's so bad it's good. But okay. with the caveat that you have to know what you're getting into before you buy it. Because if you go and you're expecting something serious and something uh, you know, like really dark and you know, it was dark, but it, there was always kind of a comedy going on, but at least they were trying, they were going for comedy. It seems like one of the arguments against this movie or against this movie, not being so good. It's bad. Just being bad. Is that all the other, a lot of other eighties movies came out and were just like this completely cheesy mm-hmm. teenagers to get picked off one by one, blah, blah, blah. You know, and that's fine, but this one does it a lot better than most of the forgettable films like that that came from the same time period. I think, you know, this one stands out above those. I I, I have a hard time, I don't know, when I look at a movie, when I say it's good, I like to look at the movie by itself, not, you know, not compared to what was going on at the time. Right. Because, I mean, I don't know, I, I think I mentioned this before, but just there will be movies that I'll watch in the theater that I really hate. But it's because, you know, maybe it was a, 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 I'm getting tired of a certain style or whatever. But, you know, you watch it later when you can just kind of put all that crap. You don't know what's going on in the world. You, I mean, you can't remember what was going on in the world back when this movie came out and, and how you're feeling and where you are in your life. And you like it because, you know, mm-hmm. it's on. I, I wonder if that's going to be a Cloverfield for me. You know how bad I hated Cloverfield? Oh, yeah. Freaking. Bad enough that we bring it up like every other episode yeah, about I, how bad we you know, and, and a lot of people like it. Maybe I was, maybe it was just, I, and let's put it this way, it hasn't been long enough for me to even like it at all, but I'm just saying that maybe 10 years down the road I'll watch it again and be like, oh, this isn't so bad. Yeah, you may see it on AMC. <laughs> that's Check the, it out. That's the only way I'm going to see it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just thought this was a, a good, cheesy, crappy it's not going to be too brutal. It's not. If gonna... I would have watched this first before Toxic Avengers, see, I set the bar with Toxic Avengers, which was the epitome of so bad, so it's bad, good. it's good. And then this one came on, and like I said, I'm like, as a reference point, which we're trying not to do, right? Yeah. So I watched Toxic Avengers, and and it sets this bar of so horrible that it's good. Oh, and yeah. then I I went right into this one. Oh, it was really? right okay. after that. So it started out really bad, just like the same par as Toxic Avengers. But then it got it got good, and so that's where I say I can't say this is an awesome movie or this is a really good movie right. by itself, and I can't say this is so bad it's good. Mm-hmm. But on its own, I mean, I would give it a red box just because I think it's something that I would check out. I mean, I thought it was decent. Now, Sorry, man. Sorry to ruin the theme oh, of no, 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 no. so bad it's no, good. That's what, you didn't ruin it because you're full of shit. But oh, anyway, oh, oh, what? But uh, every once in a while, and, and when I was watching these films, I I did this a lot. I thought I had this thought because you know I I love horror so much that you know I just I, there's just certain things that I don't even notice, like certain things that like a normal person who who watches like <sighs> series that are on like. I don't know the networks like Lost or something like that. Mm-hmm. By the way, everyone loves Lost. Have you seen, do you watch Lost? I actually love that show. I freaking hate that I show. I love that show. However, can I just say real quick on it? Yeah, I didn't start watching it until I could watch. I watched the first four seasons right in a row, uh-huh. so I didn't have to wait in between, which I heard is a big drag because they started getting stupid if you had to wait. No, sorry, I hate sorry. I hate every second That's of that cool, show man. that I watched. That's Anyways. Cool. Where was I going? Oh, oh yeah. But if I were to take, like, for instance, my wife or a buddy from work and show them this movie, they would probably think it's pretty stupid. Yeah. You know? But to me, 
into you know most I I don't I, I mean I don't want to generalize too much and I don't want to make sweeping statements, but I think most people would watch this horror horror buffs would watch this with the understanding that oh yeah this is just camp this this is how what this is how it was at the time this you know and so they like it mm-hmm. but to a normal person I don't think they're going to put up with it. That's a good point. I think that, you know I think that. Oh, do you guys have sour balls? I think they're out at that point. I, that's a great point. And so, yeah, so there again, that reference point of me watching Toxic Avenger, that, that kind of hurts that point of view. Yeah. I, I, I'm not I, trying I can, to bag on you. No, I know. And, and I'm not, I'm, I don't know. I just, sometimes, I watch so many horror movies. In fact, I really, I, that's tip, That's really all that I watch unless I'm, my wife wants to watch a movie with mm-hmm. me. And because I don't just sit down and watch an action movie, I love action movies and I love comedies. Right. But if it, it whenever I sit down, I've got so many horror movies that I just want to watch, and mm-hmm. they're all right there, so I just watch them. I, I think I watch so many that I kind of lose perspective of like a normal, I guess, like someone who's not uh, a horror or a, or a cult or you know a, an exploitation movie fan. Right. You know, I so I maybe. I, maybe everything I say on the show is tainted because of that. I don't know. I think that's I why. Know. I think that's why it's you have a good perspective on those horror movies. Well, well and, and we is just, it I a good perspective, or is I, it, I or is, so. it or is it only a good perspective for people who like horror movies? I, I don't know. I think you do. I think you play pretty well into both. Uh, I appreciate it, but I I doubt I have doubts in myself because if I were to go to to someone at Bob at work and say, dude. This movie is a buy. This Night of the Demons is a buy. He'd probably come back and be like, "Are you?" Well, let me let me give you let me help you out with that. Right. I I had you know I'm a casual. Well, before we started doing this, casual horror movie watcher. Just every uh, and, once in a while, pick one up. Just you so know. you know, real quick, I have not been a casual horror watcher since about ninety four. Yeah, once I, I graduated high school in ninety four. I'm an old ass man now, yeah. but. Right when I got off, or I mean, I watched them before, but I don't know why, but I just all of a sudden really started watching a shitload then. Yeah. So it's been a long time since right. my brain's been eroding. Anyway. Well, and that's what I was going to bring up. So, you know, you and I, we, you know, we life goes on and we kind of lose touch a little bit and then we get back together and you recommend that I watch The Devil's Rejects. Oh, yeah. Now, I put this movie on my laptop. I'm watching it, you know, at night my my wife's in there watching TV, something I don't want to watch. Uh-huh. And I'm facing away from her watching it on my laptop, and that movie was so over the top, disturbing <laughs> and offensive and mean-spirited that I actually the copy that you gave me, I took it out of my laptop, broke it in half and threw it away. Would you do that today? No. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so from so from that perspective, so for a while you thought I was a psycho asshole. Yeah, because I'm like I can't believe that Mike thought that I I wouldn't even admit to anybody that I watched this. Really? Yeah, because it was just so offensive. Because I had been away from it, you know, right. maybe doing some other things, watching Fairytopia with my daughters. Well, I've some seen Barbie, all those too. I know. But but now that I've been watching these, I need to go back and watch The Devil's Rejects because I guarantee that it would not be as offensive and horrible as, as it was before. Well, and I think you'll be able to enjoy it, too, a little more because you know kind of a little bit of the history and what Rob Zombie's trying to do. And I, exactly. I, I will say right now that uh, one of my favorite movies of all time is House of a Thousand Corpses. Now, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who think this movie is pure shit because it's just so corny and, and some things are forced, you know, and you know, like sometimes they'll throw in like a little side note side little clip of somebody mm-hmm. just talking off something completely off the subject 
And, you know, I see that. I see its flaws. You know, I but I really like that movie because it just it, it was up to that point. I can't remember exactly the year it came out. It probably came out. I went and saw that with you in the theater. Oh, did you? Okay. Yes. So when we went and saw that, I remember, and I was going to say, in the, I went to the theater when I watched that. I got excited for horror. You know, typically when I watch a horror movie, it's like, yeah, that's good. No big deal. And I remember walking out of there being offended and sick that I had watched it. Really? That I had gone in there and I, I almost like, I just can't believe someone would make a show like that. I freaking loved yeah. that movie. It just, I don't know why, but may, maybe I was in a slump watching crappy movies. I watched that movie and it actually made me excited for horror movies again. I went out and I actually picked up a bunch of horror movies that night that I was hoping could give me that kind of feeling of being pumped and, mm-hmm. and whatever, you know, I don't know. Well, and I know what that feeling is like because when we started doing this and I started watching them all the time, I mean, I, I'm still going to bed watching horror movies. Yeah. Because I look forward to it. I watched Death Proof the other day. Now, not one of oh, the yeah. best, greatest ever, right? but at the same time, you know, pretty pretty decent. Well, and the thing is, that's not really uh, a horror movie per se. Right. It's It's more of an exploitative type of throwback to the 70s and i don't know how many of those you've watched but i know you've watched you know a few have you you know well you've got the devil's rejects house of a thousand corpses you've right. got death proof uh quentin tarantino all of his movies are you know basically basically throwback type things and you know i think those all have you know those i mean even though it wasn't really a horror movie i think it has the same feeling to it you know the same type of low budget mm-hmm. you know here's a kick-ass dude by the way i love that guy I just forgot his name. Uh, Jack Burton. Jack Burton. No, that's that's his name in Big Trouble in Little China. No, it's uh, oh, that's right. No horseshit Wang. On yeah. a, it's uh oh, it's uh oh Stuntman Mike. Right. I can't remember his real name though. Oh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. I thought you meant in the movie. Ah, you know what Jack Burton always says? What the hell? I, <laughs> I watched that, that recently. I, that I freaking love that. That show. is, I didn't know that was John Carpenter yeah. until we started talking about that because uh-huh. that is one of my all-time favorite movies from growing up. Oh, that movie all time. Ass. In fact, I own that. That's I one do. that I own. Yeah. So, Any, anyhow, we, we yeah. got way off the topic there, didn't we? Yeah, but I think it's good to talk about perspective of where we're coming from and how things change a little bit. Yeah, I but. It, Bottom line is, this is a good movie. I say go buy it. If you're a horror fan, go buy this movie. All right, and I give it a red box. Okay. Oh, and Which I learned a couple things. Yeah. I learned a couple things. Horror actors don't take dancing lessons. I learned that. Oh, because of all the shitty party oh my dancing. Gosh, dude. Yeah. Um, we talked about the That's Chinese. That's another reason why it's so bad it's good. That's I just thought I'd throw right, that right, in there. Right. You can keep slapping me across the face no, you know, like Viggo Mortensen's wanker. <laughs> that's fine. Um, we already talked about Chinese New Year dragons uh, have other uses. Right, exactly. And lipstick isn't just for lips. That is too bad because <laughs> I, I, I swear I it came out in 88. I was Eight, 12. 84. No, no, 88. Oh, was it really? Yeah, 88. Oh, I thought it was 84. No, that's Toxic Let Avenger. Let me make sure. Oh, yeah, Toxic Avenger was 84. Yep. Anyhow, so... Uh, when I first saw that, I about shit my pants. I cannot believe how cool that part was to in my adolescent years. Yeah, that's right. They don't make adolescent diapers, so that would have been... No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. They don't, and so it was a big mess. Thanks for Sick. thanks for bringing up that. So I did do a Six Degrees. I have Billy Gallo, who played Sal, was in Pretty Woman with Julia Roberts. Yeah. Who, well, who was this? Sal? Oh, right. Yeah, Sal. Sal. Okay. Who was in Ocean's 13 with uh, George Clooney, who was in Tolerable Cruelty with Bruce Campbell, who actually played a soap opera actor in, on TV. He was in Intolerable Cruelty. Just as a, he was in the background, as a, oh. like Fargo, as a soap, act, soap opera actor on TV. Oh. I'm trying to reach out to different movies, man. Have, have you seen Intolerable Cruelty? Uh, wait. Having to oh. watch that shit is, is that with Catherine Zeta Jones? Oh, I think I was in and out of that one. Oh. That is such a terrible oh my movie. Gosh, dude. In fact, I never uh, forgave. 
Clooney again after that one. Oh, yeah, there was a couple of his stickers, but he was in one of my favorites, which was Dust Till Dawn. So. Yeah. What are you going to say? I just watched that recently. That show kicks. Awesome show. Yeah. So that's it for that. All right. Sorry sorry to get too off uh, off the subject there, Sam. But uh, I thought it was good. Okay. Anyhow, so let's go into our last one, uh, Toxic Avenger 1994. Yes! Our story takes place at the Tromaville Health Club, where a young man named Melvin Ferd works. Melvin's entire life, in fact, entire being, was changed by toxic chemical waste. Would you take a look at that fucking guy? The mop boy. Can't even mop right. <laughs> He's so stupid. He's always got that shit-eating grin on his face. What's he so happy about? I hate that mop boy. I think that creep's coming over here. (laughs) Julie, you uh, smell something? Ooh, P.U. What's that stink? Gee, that's funny. I don't smell nothing. Melvin, clean up the toilet. Your stink's over here. Okay, I'll be right there. Ah! 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 Look what you did, you fucking asshole. Yeah, you fucking asshole. Hey, what are you, tired, huh? Retarded? I'm sorry. Sorry, huh? You want me to go and get a fucking disease? Yeah, you wanted to go and get a fucking disease? I didn't mean it. Oh, I didn't mean it. Next time you fuck with me, I'm gonna take this mop and shove it down your throat. <laughs> He's stressing me, Julie. He is stressing me. Oh, Bozo. I can't take it, Julie. I cannot take it. He is screwing up my karma. <laughs> I'm stressed. See what you did, you idiot. See what you did. You stressed Bozo. Julie, Julie, the points, the rules, what are they? Okay, let me see if I can remember the whole list. Now, They're all worth 25 points. They're worth 30 points. Now, kids under 12, they're worth double points. <laughs> now, this movie, I, I don't know. I love this show. This is the epitome of the subject. And you want to hear something funny? Is, is Last week, it was the first time I'd ever seen it all the way through. Uh, it was on Spike or something like it. Oh, really? Like the week before we, we knew what we were doing. You know, A couple weeks ago. And I tur- I changed the channel to Spike, and me and my daughter watched it for like the edited version. We we started watching it, and and it just blew her mind. Oh really? So I'm like, holy shit! I got we gotta work <laughs> this into a into a show because I don't want to watch this whole. Now, just as a disclaimer to everybody listening, we only watched like five minutes of it. It was heavily edited. I told my daughter that it, those were all bad people, and blah, blah, blah. so I am still a good parent. And please do not call. Good work. The child services. Good work. All right, so the Toxic Avenger was was uh, this was a trauma film. Which trauma? You know much about trauma? No, no. Well, it's a it's it's a company very similar to Full Moon, where you know it's it's the guy Charles Band is is has his uh, not not Charles Band uh, Lloyd Kaufman has his hand in all the films. Basically, this is the epitome. This studio is the epitome of so bad it's good. Okay. You know, there's actually a couple of of. Um, I can't remember who they are. There's there's a couple of studios that if they come out with a movie, I just won't even watch it because it's so shitty. It's oh, so yeah. bad. It's bad. One of those is brain damage. If it, it you know unless unless they're just distributing it, you know, and if it's a movie that they actually 
you know, put together, made, and put out. I will not watch it. Mm. Anyways, this uh, Toxic Avenger was directed by Michael Hers and Loy- uh, excuse me, Lloyd Kaufman. Written by Lloyd Kaufman. IMDb was five point. <laughs> you got a little gas there. Oh, you heard that? Oh, yeah. Sweet. IMDb was five point seven, and the budget was a half a million. Um, starring Andrew Martin as Sarah, Mitch Cohen as the Toxic Avenger, uh, Jennifer Pritchard as Wanda, Cindy Mannion as Julie, and Mark Torgi as your favorite and my favorite soon-to-be hero, Melvin. Nice. <laughs> that dude was awesome. Uh, synopsis. This is the story of Melvin, the Tromaville Health Club mop boy who inadvertently and naively trusts the hedonistic, contemptuous, and vain health club members to the point of actually ending up in a vat of toxic waste. This guy's got much better grammar than the last one. Uh, the devastating results then have a transmogrification effect. Dude, dude, wow. dude, dude owns a dictionary, too. Uh, his alter ego is released, and the toxic Avenger is born to deadly and comical results. The local mop boy is now the local superhero and savior of the town from corruption, thuggish bullies, and indifferences. This one, I take it back, because this one actually says the savior of corruption, thuggish bullies, and indifference, but that would mean that he's for those things, mm-hmm. And but he's not. He's a good guy. So anyway, you're itchy to get at this. I like this show. Um, in fact, when I first watched it, I, I would have given it an AMC. Just because, just because I I didn't know what we were kind of in for, you know, right? Well, but uh, definitely goes up after getting away from it and and stuff like that. I thought that this, I mean, just to start out with, there's there's a warning of extreme violence at yeah. first when it comes uh, up, you know, see. and then and then there's like this sexually charged uh, montage <laughs> with, of like with, people lifting weights and like guys around in banana banana hammocks and they're like doing all these thrusts. also like this crazy. <laughs> Corny tune called was it, like body talk. I oh, wanna yeah. hear your body talk. Yeah, it was something yeah. just crazy. Stupid. Just laughing. Yeah. I was just laughing. It, it was so stupid. So <laughs> I, I mean, it just started out well, and then I mean, just come up with the most original way you can to create a superhero that is just stupid. <laughs> yeah, and and then and then develop a plot line around that and go throughout and just have this whole thing go. I mean, it was. I thought it was very well done yeah. as far as that goes because they knew what audience they were playing to, and they, they played to it the whole time. Oh, yeah. There was some really offensive stuff in here. There was some. Really. So, actually, it's some of the worst stuff that I've seen. And I mean, this, this movie, there was a couple of times where well, – we'll get into what, where I came from, but yeah. just this racist things. There was racial like, slurs. Holy shit. Midgets were not off. I mean, th- there was nothing <laughs> off limits in this movie. Squished a kid's yeah. head. Yeah. Killing kids and oh my gosh, man! I mean, it was not nothing off limits. Well, one, the first thing I noticed about this is when it, it opens up and a narrator's talking about what's going on in the town of Tromaville, which has a population of fifteen thousand, mm-hmm. is what it says. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, it's a suburb of New York, though, so so maybe that has something to do with it. And all the all the people live at the gym. Well, maybe. <laughs> But I'll tell you, it's like there is a shitload of crime in this town for yeah. having only 15,000 people That's there. That's true. Maybe it's the New York bleeding out there. But they have alleys. 15,000 people is not that freaking no, many. No. And you're not – I just thought that was fun. Just thought yeah. I'd bring that up. You, you get into it. We start. You meet Melvin. The Oh, my gosh. The most irritating nerd in the world. I'm really glad that he turned into a toxic Avenger yeah, no because kidding. I would have killed him. There, there was a lot of stuff. That, that well, just like uh, what was the guy's name? Bozo. Bozo uh, was the guy's name. 
He was the one that was like that that was all mad at Melvin and was teasing him all the oh, time. He was uh, the main bad guy. I got stressed. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, uh-huh. And so he just, I mean, just so bad on the acting. Well, and basically, all that. everybody picks on Melvin, and yeah. they and he works at this. Apparently, you know, this really sh- the the weight sets and stuff are the shittiest thing. But they have this great nice pool. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we need to. Uh, uh, pull a barack on him and redistribute the wealth, and uh, <laughs> uh, invest it, it, in the weights. Exactly, invest in the yeah. weights. It, it's just what with this couple. There's two freaking douchebags. And yeah. st- what's his name again? Bozo. Bozo. Uh, you know, I almost called Stooge Bozo, and I almost just oh. called Bozo Stooge. But it, maybe, maybe that's just a they're something. If it's guys. so bad, it's good yep. because they're maybe you have guys. stupid ass uh, uh, nicknames. Anyhow, so this guy, they're just like a double date, like the, the two couples decide that this guy is just so he just needs to be punished or something they're a couple of freaking assholes yeah one thing i noticed about this is tromaville had a very low they they didn't have a lot of uh restrictive regulations on the transference of deadly nuclear waste no they didn't at all because there's a tra- flatbed truck carrying a bunch of uh, uh what 50 gallon barrels and just with the lids off all over. yeah they're slopping all over the place Basically, uh, what's his name, uh, Melvin? Mm-hmm. You know, gets pushed out a window. I can't remember exactly how. It happened. Well, he's running away from them, everybody, because yeah. they want to. Because he, uh, what happens is they want to get him back because he's he, he was he dipped his mop in the hot tub and oh that's right so when they were put in the stuff hot in tub. there and it was yeah. causing bozo stress and so the girl <laughs> yeah. decides to get him back and like shows her boobs to him and yeah, then you, you know says, get dressed in this and. And then come out oh, here and he was and in a he was out. in a pink leotard. Yeah, so he's in a pink leotard and, and turned on the lights, and he's making out with the sheep, kind of kissing it a little bit. Dude, do you want to hear something funny? Yeah. It, in this movie, you could tell it was kind of a gorilla type of. They just kind of took what they could and filmed it. Yes. You know, and uh, one thing that I noticed as I was reading through the trivia, let's see the sh- the sheep that Mark Torgi, who was Melman, had to kiss was infested with lice. He did not find that out until after the scene was shot. Oh, that's great! That is that's that's sicker than putting your mop into the freaking. And he was he was macking on it. Not even, not really bad. No, but it was but enough. Oh, and sick. so and so then he's running away from everybody because they're just laughing at him. But he feels the need to just run away because he's crying. Right. So he runs all over the place and then finally jumps out a second story window and lands head first into a, the- a vat of stuff. Well, the thing is, is maybe it's because the mayor is corrupt. Basically, everyone in this town with any power is corrupt. That's right. And which is unbelievable for a 15,000 population town or whatever. And by the way, the mayor was actually three of those 15,000. Yeah, no kidding. Dude was big. If you mess with that guy, he would eat you. Yeah. And they're like selling drugs, and they're making all this money from selling drugs to a 15,000-person town. You know, I really hate that there was a lot of scenes where he had his shirt off getting yeah. like... He was like eating a sandwich while he was getting, getting like a massage. Yeah. sick. Disturbing. Give me a break. But you know what? It kicked ass. Also, as another subplot, there was... I can't remember exactly what they called him, but the, there was a killer running around, the, the hit-and-run killer oh, or something right. like that. And they would go around and just, uh, you know how you always joke about <laughs> some old ladies walking across the street? How many points for that one? Yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone's a dumbass and jokes about that. But they actually did it. Yes, they did. And uh, as if, you know, it wouldn't be hard to, to catch someone who is hitting, hitting people and then driving away. They actually have the scorecard on the side of the... <laughs> On the side of their car, they have like a, like a silhouette of a baby and then with an X through it and all this stuff. Anyway, so uh, this was actually uh, 
the cup the the two couples I was talking about. Yeah, they don't want anybody to know that. That's right. And this is where all the racism comes in because when they're explaining the you know how many points for you know what type of people, they started rambling off practically every racist con- uh, every racist word that there is. Yeah, they did not hold back. Yeah, and that was the first shocking part of the movie for me <laughs> yeah. is when they hit the kid, and then they went back. And ran over his head. Yeah. Because I'm like, they're not going to kill this little kid. They'd show the kid, kiss his mom goodbye or grandma <laughs> right. or something, uh-huh. put his helmet on, and I'll be right back, mom. Uh-huh. And he gets on his bike, and he's going to make a delivery. And I'm like, there's no way they're going to hit him. And they hit him and then run over his head. Yeah. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> and then they go into the racial slurs, and yeah. I just say, oh, oh my wow. Hell. Nothing yeah. held back. You know, I saw that part on AMC, and that whole part was cut out. I mean, deservedly oh, really? so. Right, right. But so when I watch this again, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Yep. Free, you know. So then he uh, transforms, Melvin transforms into the toxic Avenger, just basically all his skin bubbles and somehow makes him grow huge muscles. Yeah. But contorts his face up to look like uh, the guy on uh, Goonies. He's sloth. Sloth on Goonies. Even worse than sloth. Yeah, way worse than that. Just but, And you don't see his face through a lot of it. You just kind of see a silhouette well, and his yeah, body. Yeah, they, they, they go out of the way not to let you see it. And I honestly, I thought, well, they're not going to let us see it the whole movie. Maybe at the end they're going to yeah. show it to us. But like three quarters of the way through, they decided it's okay to show it to you. One one thing I really liked about this is uh, Melvin talked like a freaking geek. Like, yeah. oh, you guys. But of course, when he falls into some uh, uh, vat of toxic waste, and when the when the toxic avenger runs around, he's always like, uh, 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 yeah. Know? But when he talk, he speaks. It's like he's some kind of a narrator. Yeah, exactly. And, well, and it's over the, the theaters. And comes, it, you know, it's and it's like, it's well, over the top of of the other noises. Exactly. So it's not like even they cut those other noises out. <laughs> they just put it over <laughs> exactly. the top. Exactly. And you know what? I found out what that noise is. What that noise of him going. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually a muffled uh, chainsaw. Re- uh, like really? I don't know if it really is. But if you go back and listen to it, I swear that's what that has to be. Really? Yeah, because it was. I was like, wow, that that's pretty interesting. I just thought when you is. fell into nuclear waste, you start going, <laughs> and then talk I, like talk like Superman or like <laughs> Fabio or whatever that is. Yeah, it was great. It was so funny. That was that was funny. a great part of it. Uh, you know, I, I want to read a couple of trivia things here oh, so cool. I can put down my notes. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it was. It, it just seemed to be film what you can. You know, let's try to get away with whatever we can. Um, the guy who paid, oh yeah, there, do you remember the scene where a bunch of guys, uh, came into a Mexican restaurant and started to, you know, we're going to rob. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now, first of all, I think every bad guy in this kind of had like all, not really an alter ego, but they all just had like, they were made up and they had these nicknames. Like there's one guy called cigar face and a bunch of guys, but, uh, there was one guy that had his face painted, you know, half of it was white and half of it was red or something. You know, he had to point his shotgun at a baby. Yes. And, uh, you know, he quit the movie after that because he got so bummed out from doing that. Are you serious? Yeah. So, I, that's I mean, that's kind of weird. One time when they were shooting, a homeless man stole a prop gun from one of the trailers and threatened the crew with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, and, and the last thing I had. Let me guess. Let me guess. A toxic <laughs> Avenger came in and kicked his ass? <laughs> yeah. He came in. The homeless dude runs away. Ah! Dude is probably so drunk, he's just, he probably would believe that. But uh, the fast food robber who uh, who had his arm ripped off actually only had one arm. Nice. So, so yeah. Uh, Don't and, have to worry about hiding anything. <laughs> yeah, so apparently he just had like a, what do you call that, a prosthetic, and then his arm gets ripped off, and... I was like, you know, I didn't think I didn't come. Whoa, yeah, they did that. They did that really well. Yeah. You can't see. I guess he didn't have an arm. 
That's funny. I, I didn't think that. Well, you know, and there's one part when he was saving, uh, he, I think it was Cigar Face. He yeah. stuffed him into a 55-barrel drum by punching him in the nuts. <laughs> Did you see that? I don't over and over. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have never heard it before. <laughs> but when he was doing that and punching that guy over and over in the nuts, my testicles actually gave an audible scream. <laughs> that hurt. To even watch. It was painful even watching that. Oh, yeah. Before I forget, too, I want to say the Kicking the Balls Award goes to uh, Bozo. Bozo. I was going to yeah. say Stooge. Damn it. But uh, because of all his racist game and the fact that this this big, supposedly tough guy, oh, I've got stress. Yeah. He says like three times. That pisses. That was just, just like, holy so shit. Annoying. But uh, there's good news for uh, Toxie. The fact that uh, this Mexican restaurant, he walks in and he finds the love of his life there. A blind lady. So, and, and I thought one thing was very interesting about this, is a blind lady had her own apartment, you know. Yep. He, uh, Melvin, as the Toxic Avenger, actually tried to go back home, and his mom got freaked out and shooed him away and whatever. Yep. But, uh, you know, this girl, who he's now hooked up with, you know, they're going to move in with each other. But instead of moving into her apartment, she moves into the dump, yeah. and uh, they, they just kind of have this, le- this, you know, little room made out of garbage and all this. I thought that was pretty interesting. That was classic. Yeah. There was a part during that where he there was like a montage going on. Montages are my favorite because <laughs> it just brings out how st- stupid some of those '80s movies are. You know what? I if you it. say you can say that as long as you say that the Rocky montages are okay, like the training montages. Well, those are the ones I'm thinking of. I'll I kill love you. those. I love those anyway, ones, man. But there's one where he he's like trying to entertain his blind girlfriend, and he puts a cone on his head, and she laughs at him. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> can you see that? What the? <laughs> Oh, it's too funny. The, the blind girlfriend, everybody overacted. Everybody, oh, yeah. you know, oh, dude. This but movie, it worked. But this movie was great. Yeah. This movie was, uh, it was so fun yeah. to sit there and watch. And, I mean, again, if you've made it through the, say you've never heard or seen this movie. If you make it past the first 10 minutes mm-hmm. and you realize what this movie's going to be, you're. I think you're going to really like it. I think it probably loses a lot of viewers that have never seen it before body talk ends. The, the well, intro. If, if I would have just pulled this, you know, out of a rental and decided, hey, I'm going to watch this, uh-huh. I wouldn't have got past the first 10 minutes. No. Because I'd be like, there's so many other things I would watch. <laughs> but if you're in, it's, it's just like any comedy. If you're in the right mood. Right. This thing is awesome. This is probably a flick that would be fun to watch with a group of your buddies oh, yeah. or a group of friends or whatever. Yep. Of course, I was going to say maybe with a group of you and your wife's friends, but I don't think my wife would enjoy it very much. I don't think that fine appreciate the finer points of this movie. <laughs> well, you know, it's lost on my yes. wife. It is. Yes. It really is. I don't know. There wasn't much else to it. Citizen no. talks. He goes through. He uh, cleans up the city and kills everybody and uh, every bad guy and saves a bunch of kids and all the. Homes we ends up the killing life. a midget woman. He he uh, fries her in the uh, in the. Oh, what's it called? The dry cleaning place. He, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. She wasn't. So, in, she was just really short. She, she didn't have like. I like, don't know. Maybe I thought that she was just like really. I short. thought that she was a midget Mi- because that's why I'm like this is was. this is way over the line. But he kills her by putting her on a steam machine thing, one of the yeah. uh, pressers, uh-huh. and and everybody's like, oh, he's gone crazy and he's he's a bad guy. And then you come to find out that she was like some horrible. Like Nazi, person. yeah, some Nazi loving, sympathetic. It's something crazy. We're like, oh, it's cool. She's dead. Yeah, 
But, you know, that she had a lot of great kills, like in the Mexican restaurant. Or, no, 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 it was a fast food restaurant. Was this the same one I'm talking yeah. about? Yes. Anyways, yes. He, makes, uh, he makes a shake out of one guy. He gets his head up oh, on the Oh, that's right. Puts some ice cream in his mouth, some uh, cream, and then, uh, you know, gets the shake maker and, you know, kills him. Fries yeah, another guy's hands. Yeah, the guy just guy. lets him put his hands gently and gingerly into one of the things and squeeze them together and dump them in a fryer. Yeah, and then he stuffs one the one armed man in the freaking oven. And so, oh, that's yeah. right. Uh, you know, awesome. great, great, all great kills. He also there were some weird ass characters in this. Like when he was fighting, when he when they the what were they three guys were trying to threaten a cop. They were going to try to offer him all this money to oh, yeah. look the other way while they sell their drugs or whatever they're doing. And the cop was like, "No, I'm, you know, I'm a good cop. Whatever." They start beating on this cop. Well, Toxic Avenger shows up, and there's one guy called Cigar Face because he likes to stick cigars in people's faces. I can't remember the second guy, but the third guy was like this uh, transvestite yeah. dude with a beard. Yeah, it was just weird. I know. It's like what? That's the best you come up with. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm I just thought saying. Good. Thought it was good. I'd give this a buy. I give this a buy. So, at least we agree on one this week. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Well, let's see here. The memory count on this was 16. Uh, what did I learn? Fast food can kill. Oh, yeah. And that there was nothing off limits. Old lady was beaten and kids were killed and threatened. They make fun of blind people, racial bombs, midget abuse. <laughs> I mean, nothing is off limits there. And the last thing I learned is that 80s chicks have packages. 80s chicks have During packages. that montage, dude, they, like, showed them, and they either they're not doing much uh, landscaping down there. No, that's or how it was. they just have a pooch. <laughs> They've got, like, they got, like, the puff pooch sticking out of their ye- leotards. That's but gross. they look like they have packages. That's really, so. really gross. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you very welcome. much for You're that. Welcome. At a six degrees, yep. I've got uh, Mitch uh, Cohen, who was the Toxic Adventure, was in Clerks with Kevin Smith. Did you just call him the Toxic Adventure? I think I did. Toxic <laughs> Avenger was in Clerks with Kevin Smith, who was in Daredevil with Ben Affleck, who was in Changing Lanes with Sidney Pollack, who was in The Majestic with Bruce Campbell. I know I've used that one before just okay. for the record. You know, but We're doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it. But, and I would throw down the gauntlet for anybody to challenge me at that. I don't care if you get there quicker, and that's great if you do, and tell us about it. But you will not find a movie that I can't get back within six steps. <laughs> not going to do it. <laughs> Everyone, even the Dracula rights of Satanic rights of Dracula, all those old movies, yeah. bring it, dude. Sam's fired up. I am thinking about something to go on a rant on, but I... hey, uh, yeah, I apologize because I feel like I'm a little off my game because it has been a week. And generally, for me, since I've only seen these movies once, I feel like I need to watch them right before so I can talk about them. So there's some things that have been lost, but it's all right. Anyways, uh, is there anything else you've got? I don't think so. We're we're not exactly sure what we're doing next week, but we're going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Shoot us an email. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We'll probably know by the time. You know, I'm sure so, we'll post it. So don't bother shoot us an email because we already decided by the yeah. time you'll see us. Yep. Anyway, so uh, let's go ahead and put in a death scene right here. The hell was that? Kath, are you okay? Kath, Kath. Oh, Jesus Christ! What the hell, Kath? Oh my god. Oh my god, Kathy. <sighs> Holy shit. Oh my god. <sighs> nice monster. 
throat. And as just like every week, uh, go ahead and post it up there on the boards. If you haven't signed up for the boards yet, get your balls up there unless you're a female. And uh, please uh, grace us with your presence. That was tactful because I thought you were going to drop a fur burger right there. <laughs> get your oves up there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so uh, let's see. Go to cadaverlab.com. Click on the forums link. Check out cadaverlab.com. We're making. We're going to try to put a lot more. I know we keep saying this. We're going to keep trying to put a lot more stuff on there for people to go up and listen to. And if you want, uh, shoot us something to put up there. I mean, just uh, you know, if it's good, and we'll put it up there. And we're always looking for more content for the site. Go ahead and call us with uh, your thoughts on the show or your thoughts about uh, dried ejaculate. Oh at, my gosh. At, at uh, 206-339-2730. That is 206-339-2730. Or email us at feedback at cadaverlab.com or there's actually a canned email form up there. Is that it? We done? I, I think so, yeah. All right, man. Then from the Cadaver Lab, we will see you later. Later.